Are we recording? Yeah. This is a different system. Oh. It's it's the time is moving, so okay. I'm going to assume that we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Okay. <sighs> All right. So you gonna start? <laughs> Come on. What are they listening to? Who are you? <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome back to our podcast, Unmuted, with Destiny and Sam. It feels kind of weird, to be honest, because it's been a minute since we um, recorded. Yeah. Because we usually um, record the episodes, like, back-to-back. Um, mm-hmm. And it's been, like, what, two months? Almost right. three? <laughs> so It's actually been almost three months since we recorded. We haven't recorded an episode since June, and... It is... Actually, the last one was the... Well, yeah. That was the live stream. That don't count, stream. though. It, it I'm does talking count. A, I'm talking it about, does count like, because regular... we're talking into the mic and all of that. We set up and everything, so it does count. But honestly, that wasn't supposed to be a podcast episode. Yes. That was just going to be the live stream, be the live stream, and then... No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. That wasn't supposed to be we a podcast episode. We said it was going to be a podcast episode. But originally, it wasn't supposed to be. I don't know where you got your original text from but whatever yeah it wasn't supposed to be either way we haven't recorded a regular episode since june and even then that was the beginning of august when we did the live stream so uh, it's been a good a good amount of time right so we're here (laughs) today is september 18 2020 <laughs> and thank you guys for all the support you you've been giving us st- so far mm-hmm. thank you so much for the support on the live stream and for coming through and watching um we couldn't actually see all the people who are actually there while we were recording it because you know we weren't actively looking at the the screen the yeah the um the recording screen but quite a few of y'all showed up and we appreciate the comments and the likes and i know some of you shared it um we plan on doing more things on youtube in the future but we're not going to set any dates on when that's going to happen because even even now, just recording a regular episode, <laughs> it's it's a stretch. Both of us are in the school because someone couldn't wait <laughs> to start <laughs> their classes. Um, so we will have Nurse Sam by the end of next year in her accelerated 
I have no life program <laughs> that she's doing. Um, so yeah, yes. it's been a lot and I am also in grad school as well. And in, um, like the last episode that you heard, I'm in transition again. <laughs> We um, both are trying like, to get a oh new job. <laughs> well, I have a new job. Yeah. I just haven't started yet. Um, because I need better uh not maybe not better hours, but I need different hours because to accommodate of school. with school. And mm-hmm. for me, I haven't been back to work as yet. <laughs> yeah, she what why haven't you been at work? Been quarantining. Why? Because we I traveled to Jamaica, um, in August, mm-hmm. for three whole weeks. What's three? What's three whole weeks? You were gone for three weeks. I was gone for a week and a half. Man, that might have, that wasn't a week and a half. No, yes. actually, okay, I'm exaggerating. <laughs> she, she it was totally fourteen is. days. It was fourteen. It was days. Thirteen days. Oh wow! And I'm a couple let's, hours let's, short. Let's not even add. I'm the, a couple um, the day hours of short. Let's just say it was eleven days. Or if we cut out the one where I was going to Jamaica, it was ten days. Okay, ten days. But here we are today. Um, grateful. Grateful for the strength to really have what it's our third week. It's like what your fourth week of what of school? No, it's, it's only been like three week? weeks. Oh, I wasn't. We started the same. Uh, you started the week after I did. So I started on the twenty seventh. So it's yours. You're in or your no. fourth week. No, I'm did I start on the twenty? No. So when you started? Wait. Okay, August. I st- oh no, I started on the twenty fourth, and you started on the thirty first. See, and um, it yeah. So it's been you're in your fourth week of school. Well, it's now ended. Your fourth week. Yeah, ends. yeah, I guess so. Right. Next week will be one month. Right. <sighs> <laughs> And guys, I'm telling you, it <laughs> this online class stuff isn't for me. It's not like it. at all. I'm kind of wondering though. I'm really wondering how how the kids, whether it be the toddlers, um, the teenagers, how are they keeping up? Because if my attention span is so short, if it's so short. How are they doing it? But I think your attention span is is normal. But you just have to be on there for hours and hours and hours when you have class online. And we're not we're not necessarily talking about regular online class where you just have the class online and then you get to do the work on your own time. No, you have to sit through the whole entire class and have people interrupt each other all the time when they're answering questions or asking questions they're just becoming unmuted all at the same time (laughs) and it's annoying and it's hard to sit and look interested for three hours staring at a screen um Especially when the notes are all online. And, <laughs> and so there's really no point in you taking notes. I mean, I take notes just to keep myself occupied and to keep from falling asleep 
while um while up in class but it's it's a lot to sit for three hours sometimes sometimes we don't have a break either it really is a lot and and like for us it's just always something um me being in my third week of nursing school i'm telling you when you feel like you're one step or even two step ahead when you look man you're a hundred step back like it's just so much work the the content the material everything it's it's a lot and even though i don't sit through like a three-hour class or a two the most we have gone is maybe an hour and a half, close to two hours. But the thing is... Really? Because I thought you was, you was there for like all day, I thought. The yeah, other day. being there all day, meaning that I'd, we had to do activities. So um, this week we had, we had clinicals. We had virtual clinicals. So there was a set agenda where we, we went in for like pre-conference at 7.30. And then... You know, um, different activities were posted at different times that we have to do it. So you'll have an hour to do a um, discussion. And once that hour is done, that thing disappeared. Then another hour come and then you have um, time to respond to somebody else once that hour is over. So even though we weren't sitting like in front of, you know, doing the Zoom meeting or the live we just we always had something to do um, at that point in time. So, so you really, you haven't had to sit through three hours of class yet. <laughs> no, straight no. And and I think they advise it advise um, them not to have classes for so long. Um, so what they have is like activities. <clears throat> is that they have the different um, assignments and stuff that we have to do. So we're just always. I can't even say on the go, but we're always doing something. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot. And for me, I'm just grateful for making it through another week. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) That's all I can say. Thank you. And it's for me, it's just taking it one day at a time. Yeah, because you weren't supposed to start school until January. Right. And then you chose... To just go straight from from Jamaica to school, basically. Yeah. When you got back. <laughs> yeah, because they, they emailed me with the option of starting now. And yay me, I started. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be done quicker, I guess. It's not quicker. Um. Well, yes, you will. You'll be done before you would have been if you started in January. Yeah, but it's not when you say quicker. That's what it's I the mean. same length. Okay, because it's the same length of time. It's just that I finish in twenty twenty one versus twenty twenty two. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully by January, I'll be nursing. January of what year? Twenty two. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I won't be done to the end of 22. Yay yeah. me. Yay you. <laughs> but it's a rigorous program. It really is. So I'm just grateful for anyone even going through that transition of school, new work. Because um, some may have even lost their jobs during COVID and they're just regaining work. 
are some still out of a job, but wherever you are, be keep grateful going. and keep going. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I think that's a good segue actually into what we're <laughs> what we're gonna talk about today. But before we quite get there. What was I going to say? Where was I going with this? No. It was a place. <laughs> the instruments? The instruments. The song? No. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> How long is this? Cut out some of this. No, it's only been 12 minutes. Okay. I we, we, uh, we can at least have 15 minutes for the first stuff. Um, but before... We jump into our topic. Um, We want you guys to tell us what you want to hear from us and what topics you would like discussed and what kind of videos you would like to be made. Because, I mean, our first initial thoughts was just to, like, do Bible study videos Um, and maybe some music thrown in there. Every once in a while. It wasn't this. Yes, it was. <laughs> Don't even. But how did we introduce our podcast? By singing. So with some music. No, no I wasn't talking about the singing. I was saying oh. that initially um, when we came up with the idea of recording, we're gonna, we were saying, let's do that Bible study um, videos and, you know, stuff like that. Well, but no, you said, you said, let's do some recordings. And at first, what I mean by recording. I know, but let, let me explain. Okay. At first, you didn't say what kind of recordings and then you specified videos. But I was like, let's do the podcast because that's easier because people ain't got to see us. Ain't nobody got to edit no video. (laughs) And I don't know. It's just real simple. And yeah. But not that simple. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. It's It's When I say simple... When I say not that simple, I really don't want um, us to really downplay like all the efforts that, you know, you really put into it um, in making the podcast what it is. Because you don't have no engineer, <laughs> you don't have somebody editing or setting up or none of that. <laughs> So, yeah, we have to take down our setup every time <laughs> when we're finished. <sighs> so, it, yeah, we're working. I mean, just to, you know, give you some goals. We're trying to work towards getting a specific set space to record and that we can have local guests as well. Um, and... We're we're working towards, I mean, are we really working towards it? What we want is more people to listen. And I know that takes a little bit more marketing effort on our part. It takes a lot more marketing <laughs> effort on our part. And yeah, all of this is, is really new to us. So we're learning as we go along. And then... We have all of life still happening, mm-hmm. <laughs> everything else. So it's 
kind of like yeah sam sam just got off of a call for a group project at school right so it's it's really now it's really like like us learning in nursing like prior prioritize (laughs) we're learning um to prioritize um just overall overall learning how to um prioritize so it's kind of like that for us right now mm-hmm. um so if you get different cases you have four patient load mm-hmm. you have the you have different um situations happening with them which one are you going to choose to attend to first second third versus last you know so it's kind of like that for us knowing that we have school which is a big chunk of um our life right now so (laughs) so yeah so it's really that and um just bear with us because some things might change we may not sound too well on some of these (laughs) and in fact i know we're not but we're still gonna do it and we'd still love to hear from you so give us feedback i think that's one thing that we've been lacking Maybe we need to ask for it more, like actually in social media and and not just in the episodes, because maybe by the end of the episode, you forget. Right. <laughs> but um, next week, we will have our very first guest on the podcast. So I think it's going to be, I think I'm going to release these sequentially, so... The next episode that you'll hear will be the guest and I'm not going to tell you who (laughs) or what they're going to talk about, but just know that it's a guest that will be very interesting. So to move into what we were going to talk about today, um, you know, we said that when we first um, started this, we just wanted to do kind of like Bible study stuff. And so today we're going to delve more into that realm. Now, keep in mind, um, this isn't going to be some super in-depth, deep, um, spiritual, philosophical conversation. This is... we are not Bible scholars. Maybe destiny, but no, Samantha nah. Davis, she's not. You know a more than scholar. you give yourself credit for. Um, so stop. But but it's really um, sharing our perception or what um, what we get from the the things that we read and we come across. Right. And today, our our thoughts uh, will be guided by the text in My Utmost for His Highest by Oswald Chambers. And it is the reading for August 34th. Yeah, August 31st. (laughs) For August 31st. And the title is My Joy, Your Joy. So we're just going to read through it a little bit, maybe not the entire thing, but we're going to stop along the way and kind of have a conversation about some of the things that he says in the scriptures that he commentates on during his writing. Find the link in the description. So, 
Let's start off. Um, as we mentioned, the title is called My Joy, Your Joy. And to start off, you know, what is joy to you, Sam? <laughs> joy, joy to me, when I think about joy, I think about contentment. And um, contentment in that, I think they both go together, joy, contentment, or what we can interchange it. Because with joy, it's pretty much wherever you find yourself, whatever situation you find yourself, you still find that sense of joy or fulfillment or, mm-hmm. you know, it's not that, right. Mm-hmm. It's not that the your situation is all, hey, or, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not like that. Or you're always on that mountaintop. Mm-hmm. It's not that, but it's whether you're in the valley whether you're midway um, going up the mountain or when you reach up um, on that mountain, it's still having and maintaining that um, sense of joy. And we're going to go more into it in terms of, you know, how we believe that we can really cultivate that joy. Mm-hmm. So um, the, the first couple sentences here. And oh, our um, key text is John fifteen eleven? These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may remain in you, and that your joy may be full. And it starts off, what was the joy that Jesus had? Joy should not be confused with happiness. In fact, it is an insult to Jesus Christ to use the word happiness in connection with him. The joy of Jesus well, before we get into the joy of Jesus, it's an insult to use the word happiness in connection with Christ. Right. That's a strong statement. So um, oftentimes we differentiate between joy and happiness in, in Christianity. Um, but still, some people don't know necessarily the difference. Yeah. Right. And I can understand why why it would be difficult for us to um to differentiate between joy and happiness because throughout life we 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 know that it's used interchangeably like mm-hmm. to mean the same thing. But what I what I found is that joy is a choice. Mm-hmm. You you choose it. That's something that you choose. While happiness. It's not in terms of happiness can come along at any time. <laughs> like um, somebody came came along and they crack a joke and in that moment you felt happy about it. Somebody came, they mm-hmm. surprised you with a gift, you felt happy about it. But then two seconds <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> 10 minutes later, mm-hmm. it's like you totally forgot. You, you have a, a whole different feeling. Yeah. So it's, it's, happiness is a, you know, a fleeting emotion, so yeah. to speak. And so then can happiness be a part of joy, you think? Yeah, I think it can. Okay. But as it says, joy, joy is that complete, that fullness, like lacking nothing. Happiness, you always feel like there's something missing. Mm-hmm. Always seeking, yeah. seeking it's in a sense, it's like thinking about um, 
wanting to get a high. Yeah. So <laughs> happiness is the high and you're always trying to find something and to joy fix. joy is like constant. It's 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 a state of mind. Yeah. Instead of an emotion. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like what you said earlier about um joy equating to fulfillment. Because even if you're sad or whatever emotion you have, I think you can still feel fulfillment in in whatever you do. And just and just as how um you know, as she read about Jesus, you know, not equating happiness with Jesus but joy with him. Mm-hmm. For him, we know that are my it's coming. Okay, it's I'm coming. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't just scratch that part. Sorry. So, um now getting into what the actual joy of Jesus was. Uh it says, the joy of Jesus was his absolute self-surrender and self-sacrifice to his father. The joy of doing that which the father sent him to do. And quoting Hebrews 12:2, it says, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. And then quoting Psalm 40, verse 8, I delight to do your will, O my God. Jesus prayed that our joy might continue fulfilling itself until it becomes the same joy as his. Have I allowed Jesus Christ to introduce his joy to me? So, there's a lot there that I noticed and that that stood out to me. Um, the first thing, uh, Hebrews Hebrews twelve two. Let's look at that whole um, text. Actually, all right. <laughs> all right. Hebrews twelve two says, "Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith." who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So the joy that was so for the joy that was set before him he endured the cross. So even though in that moment of the cross, Jesus wasn't happy during that <laughs> during that moment of the Christ of the cross. He was quite distressed and right. leading up to the cross as well. I mean, he was separated from his father in that moment, and that caused him great stress. Not to mention all the the pressure <laughs> he was mm-hmm. facing here on earth, knowing that as the song said, he could have called ten thousand angels. Knowing that he he had knowing that he had um he had angels to his disposal. Mm-hmm. And knowing that he could have called them at any time during his transition mm-hmm. from, you know, um a boy to leading up to the cross. Because yeah. he, he he really faced it. Like every turn you yeah. had somebody criticizing him or, you know, trying to find him guilty of something. It's but what really what really strikes me though is the joy that was set before him for that that's why he endured the cross because of the joy that he had that joy was able to sustain him to endure the cross and he was able to see i guess the happiness side of joy after the cross 
And I think that goes into what you were going to say earlier with um, his father. Do you remember? You remember? <laughs> no. What you were going to say? No, I was just going to say that joy is sacrificial um, when we think about it in, in Jesus' case. Because as I said, um, it's like giving off yourself, which is what he did. I don't know if you realize, like, when you do something for someone, how much joy that brings to you. Like, it's not a happiness now. Because sometimes what you do for someone... It may not make you happy. Yeah, or it, it, it's it's like a sacrifice, mm-hmm. you know? It so, could be distress and even cause stress to you in certain circumstances. Right, so... um. So it's not like it's not that we're saying, oh, you're not giving with a willing heart. But we know sometimes that there is like sacrificial giving. And mm-hmm. it's like when you give of yourself, you really feel that um sense of joy or even you feel like a rush of energy or, you know, like you feel like you can go on and do something else or go on. You feel motivated or pumped to do, you know, just mm-hmm. go another stretch. So I for me, as I said, like joy like some of the words you know it's a choice it's a sacrifice and and those stuff so yeah yeah. but the thing that that um i think too and what the text um the devotional text draws out is that um sacrifice and surrender to his father was the joy and i think we can even go a step for a step farther with that text in Hebrews, the joy that was set before him. Like, like I said, the joy of being reunited with his father again. Um, I think G- the joy of Jesus is heavily, if not all, in relationship. And first, that relationship being with God, with the father and then also him finding joy in our salvation and then in turn us being able to have relationship with them. So that question, have I allowed Jesus Christ to introduce his joy to me? Um, In this next section, we're going to kind of go into what can steal our joy and Maybe talk about a few ways to combat that. Uh, so then the next the next part says living a full and overflowing life does not rest in bodily health and circumstances, nor even in seeing God's work succeed, but in the perfect understanding of God and in the same fellowship and oneness with him that Jesus himself enjoyed. So that's that's just like what I was just saying, like the joy of Jesus in a fullness. <laughs> Sorry, that was my phone. The joy of Jesus and the fullness of life, it says, comes from a perfect understanding of God and fellowship and oneness with God. Um, but the first thing that will hinder this joy is the subtle irritability caused by giving too much thought to our circumstances. Jesus said, 
quoting Mark 4.19, the cares of this world choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. And before we even realize what has happened, we are caught up in our cares. All that God has done for us is merely the threshold. He wants us to come to a place where we will be his witnesses and proclaim who Jesus is. What you think, Sam? <clears throat> I had a little note about that part. Because... You know, as it said, um, we start thinking about ourselves. <laughs> you know, we're overthinking stuff or we're too much in our mm-hmm. mind and our thoughts or what I'll always say, bubble. <laughs> um, but for me, there's really just something beautiful in when we take our minds off ourselves. Mm-hmm. And for me, it it doesn't come like overnight. And that's why I think you started out with, um, I don't remember, but it's something about um, character or not focusing on just what God did or, I don't know the phrase that, I don't remember the phrase that, um, that he used in it. Like, it's not just focusing on God coming through for you. Um, living a full and overflowing life does not rest in bodily health in circumstances nor even in seeing God's work succeed right but in the perfect understanding of God right so um, in I think it's in Romans 5 mm-hmm. where you say that we don't we don't only rejoice when things are good but we rejoice in tribulations because Tribulation, it worketh patience, and patience, experience, and experience, hope, and hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed in your heart. Mm-hmm. And the love of God, meaning that that true connection and understanding of who your father is, of mm-hmm. who your savior is, of who your king is. And for me, I personally can testify that it's it's really not about seeing it's not just about seeing um god's work coming to fruit, fruition in my life it's really in those moments when nothing not gone nothing never did i go on <laughs> nothing was ever going on <laughs> or <laughs> happening <laughs> nothing was happening or you know when you when you didn't even see a light at the end of the tunnel and I think it, it was through those experiences, it was through those times of, I wouldn't say not believing, but finding it hard to believe. That's when I I knew the love of God. And I think that's when I was able to really cultivate that joy and that sense of contentment and fulfillment in, you know, in whatever situation I find myself mm-hmm. So even when the blessings come, I'm I am grateful, I am I am joyful and I am content. But when say for instance, if there is a need or there's a want and you're not seeing it as yet, I still can maintain that posture of joy. I can still maintain that posture of being content. So I really like that it's it's really taking yourself 
out of the equation like not just thinking about you 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 and everything you 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 are I want this for me 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 but it's when you find that sense of connection with God knowing that he loves you with an everlasting love knowing that no matter what he'll see you through and my favorite text knowing that all things will work together for your good it's not that everything is good with you right there and then but you know that all things are working together for your good because you know who your savior is you know who your daddy is you know so it's really going through those experiences as you said that work at your patience <laughs> or patience that work at experience either way but but yeah uh so everything that Sam just said like I I really don't have much to add to this section um for myself but um can we also just take a moment to recognize to realize like Sam Sam always talking about what she don't know and what she doesn't um I don't know, remember, understand from the Bible. But she just said all of that from her head. Like that whole scripture in in uh, Romans 5. I don't know. I can't always pull it off like that. <laughs> but it just flows out of her mouth. Like water. Like, look. Because <laughs> you, you think all the time that... I don't know that you don't know nothing. And like God has put his words in you and in your mind and they're there. Just trust them. I don't know. That was a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I, I did. I did. Um, I did write a um, snippet about that part. But I mean, if you want me to read that part for them. It's okay if you want. Yeah, you can read that. But I just, you know, have um, to add, you know, to that joy stealing. It's like Sam was saying, it's because we're focusing on our circumstances. And I can say that for me personally, that happens a lot. Um, Like focusing on what I don't have or where I'm not in life or... um, even even sometimes um it doesn't say it in in the in this particular devotion this particular reading but even focusing on other people and what they have instead of comparison. you compared to the thief, thief of, of all joy mm-hmm. here here you go word yeah. preach what, sister whatever <laughs> of you're the preacher of the two of us really you really are mm. <laughs> but you know, um, like we were saying, uh, joy is a state of mind earlier, and it's really all about what you're allowing your mind to feed on, like what's giving your brain fuel, so to speak, to keep going. Is it all this negative stuff that you keep keep pouring into yourself and keep dwelling on, or is it the word of God? Like the, like the text said, um, in Mark, it was the parable of the sower, I believe. And, you know, the seeds are all thrown in. Yeah. And, and in some places it said the word 
was choked mm-hmm. because of the world. Right. They carries off life. Mm-hmm. So don't let the 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 world outweigh the word right. in your life right. and in your mind. Word over world. Right. And that's the word. <laughs> that's the word right there. <laughs> Whatever. But uh, we just got to take our focus off ourselves, basically, and, and our circumstances, because there's always something that we can be thankful for. Like it says in Thessalonians, in everything, give, give thanks, thanks. Yes. in all things. It doesn't say in all things except for um, a bad job or in all things except for a bad relationship, mm-hmm. in all things except for... No not, relationship. Yeah. <laughs> in so. all things except for not being where you want to be right. in your job. In all things, give thanks. thanks. In give cancer, thanks. in disease, in sickness, whatever, in health, in, in, in happiness, in sadness, give thanks. Give because... Thanks. Um, thankfulness if we really took out time to be grateful each day that would that would like stamp out a whole bunch of sour mindsets that we have because we're really focusing on the positive things in our life and and the things that we do have shifting our perspective Mm -hmm. instead of the things we don't have and that's where your character is now being strengthened is when we're able to um shift our whole mindset and and there's something, you know, Destiny brought up about the word of God with the so the sower throwing the seeds and all. I just want you to remember as it says, that word have I hid in my heart that I may mm-hmm. not sin against you. Sin against you, it's it's not just about like fornication or adultery or any of that. Sin against you, like complaining in my heart or complaining outwardly or doubting God every step of the way. What kept the Israelites out of the promised land? Right. Their murmurings against God in, right. in their hearts and out loud. And out loud. And there's something beautiful. I, I, this scripture that says... Um, Remember that out of the heart flows the issues of life. Mm-hmm. And heart in this context, meaning your mind, like what are we feeding our minds with? What are we focusing upon? Because it says to think of things that are lovely. Think of things that are mm-hmm. just, that and are good honest, report. that are of a good report mm-hmm. that brings virtue, praise. And it says if there's any of these things. So Paul is pretty much saying there must be at least one out of all the list <laughs> yeah. that he... There's he, something in your circumstance there, that you can pull out. Right? There is something. And I I know. And I know a lot of times we say it could be worse. And, 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 and I know it's like that a subtle way of comparing in the same way we can say oh, we could be like so-and-so, meaning that you probably could be in their spot that seemed to be better. But just remember um, where God has taken you from and where you're at. And at the same time, knowing that it could have been worse for you mm-hmm. and and still praying for those who have it worse than you mm-hmm. because it could have been worse. Mm-hmm. Things, things didn't have to be like this. And... And and you remember what she said that for the joy that was set before him, mm-hmm. he didn't have he. It wasn't behind yeah, him. Yeah, it wasn't behind him. It wasn't behind him, and it, it was says always before him. Before him, mm-hmm. so he had 
he had something to focus on. It was mm-hmm. ahead. And what I'm trying to get at is that better is on. It may not be in this lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It may not be in this lifetime, which is okay because it says there there's nothing that is um worth comparing to that glory we, we, that we that shall we should receive behold. and mm-hmm. behold. It's nothing there's nothing here on earth to be compared to that. Mm-hmm. So that joy said it before you. Mm-hmm. That you're gonna be with your father, said it before you. That you're gonna be in that um new Jerusalem said it before you that joy and as i said you know out of the heart flows the issues of life it's important it says guard your heart yeah (laughs) guard Guard your your heart heart. guys i can't stress it enough guard your heart and if it takes as i would say if it takes getting up because it took me that really standing in front of the mirror and start talking to myself these same words, like Romans 8.28, that's all I knew. Literally, that's all the scripture I knew when I was going through. Destiny there, I did not see how things were ever going to work out. I did not see how I was ever going to be any further than where I was. Low self-esteem, don't even bother to talk about it. <laughs> like... Destiny, I could not see it. And I'm telling you guys, this scripture, and it's some if it's one, choose that one that you're gonna get up and and um that you're gonna say to yourself in front of that mirror, speak that word over your life. Mm-hmm. You say, God, Father, remember you said that all things are gonna work together for my good. Remember that you said that um you are my shepherd, I shall not want. Mm-hmm. You forgot you were the one who said that. And you said that I should trust in you and not worry about tomorrow. Yeah, you did say that. Like, pray, literally, this is his word. And guess what? It doesn't lie. And this he swear by two immutable things, his word and his name. So if he said it, <laughs> that's what it is. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. No question. Word, word. over world. Yeah. So... That leads us into our last part. It says, have the right relationship with God, finding your joy there, and out of you will flow rivers of living water. Be a fountain through which Jesus can pour his living water. Stop being hypocritical and proud, aware only of yourself, and live your life hidden with Christ in God. A person who has the right relationship with God lives a life as natural as breathing wherever he goes. The lives that have been the greatest blessing to you are the lives of those people who themselves were unaware of having been a blessing. So one thing that that kind of comes up here as well, but that reminds me of something that you said, you know, stop focusing on yourself, basically. Um, If we remember in Job's story at the very end, one of the things that said, um, help Job and get him out of his mess, the scripture says, and when Job prayed for his friends, his affliction was lifted. Lifted, So not focusing on yourself can help you out of your mess as well. Um, 
and just pouring into other people like like um the scripture just said John 7:38 rivers of living water will flow from you finding your joy in God and in relationship with him and and being in his presence yeah and and that's very and that's very important that you have to find that connection and that joy with God Because remember, he's the one filling you up so you can in turn pour into somebody else. And I'm telling you, it works when you start praying for somebody. I'm telling you, it works. When you fix your mind on somebody else's situation. And let's let's put it in context. I'm not telling you to run yourself to the ground. Like, forget about yourself in that, in that. Um, context where you don't take care of yourself or no that's not what we're saying so let's just put a disclaimer on that what we're saying is that just move away from that selfish mentality that it's all about you and they just to bring this point across because i think this was one i don't remember um the preacher's name but he 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 showed he showed us a context and i think This is something that really helped me or like, you know, shift my perspective. I'm praying for a job, right? Mm -hmm. I'm here praying for a job. I'm like, Lord, can you open the door for me to get um, a job with good income? I will tithe. (laughs) You know, you're praying. You're, You're literally praying and you're saying, Lord, yes. Can you provide a job for me? So, okay. You're there waiting for the job. There's somebody sitting in the job that you're praying for, but they're praying to be promoted. There's somebody sitting in that promotion seat that they want, and that person is praying to probably find a new job or to be promoted. It's not just about you. God has to work where, okay, he work on the promotion for destiny so that I could get the spot that destiny um, is in. So what I'm trying to say is just not about when one person wins, we all win. Yeah, it's <laughs> and 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 honestly, it really shifted my perspective in the waiting moments. That yo, sometimes it's really mm-hmm. not just about me. It really is not. Yeah. We have to realize that he's working all, all these things, things yeah, for to, everybody, every, <laughs> right? All together, you know. Yeah. For our good, not just my good, but Destiny's good because she's praying to be promoted mm-hmm. or she's praying to, to be retired. And I'm praying to get a job, you know, for God to open that door. So it really, it, I think for that in terms of like to help me in the waiting period and to help me like shift my perspective off of myself, that that one um really stood out to me. So that just was, remember. That was good. Done. Yeah, it's not just about you. Um, so <laughs> Why are you laughing? I don't know, because it was just a good analogy. And honestly, I've never I've never thought thought like that before. Like really realize, yes, God sees us all individually as we are, what we need. But also he's because he's seeing everybody individually. He has he's working individual plans and pathways for each person yeah all for everybody's good yeah 
Mm. <laughs> That's <see>? a lot. <laughs> it, it, it really, God just amazed. He amazes me all the time. And it, it's truly a good thing when you go through these experiences. It really teach you or cultivate or foster that joy. Because now you're sitting with Jesus and he's, you know, showing you his character. And that love in your heart for him. You want to pour it into others, you know, so. And, and that that reminds me of this last part, like this very ending part of the of the reading um, where it says, stop being hypocritical and proud, aware only of yourself and live your life hidden with Christ in God. So it's like really just live to be the person that that you are that God has made you to be and that and who you are in Christ surrendered and not worried about yourself and and the cares that you may have but completely wrapped in this relationship that the joy that you find in the relationship outweighs everything and because of that your relationship with other people is is better and it's uplifted and you have that freedom to not be hypocritical and to not be proud and to not be so, so full of yourself. And, and then, um, the, the other last part, it says the, the lives that have been the greatest blessing to you are the lives of those people who themselves were unaware of having been a blessing. Like, like, like he was just saying, those people were just living. They were just living their life in Christ. In Christ. Yeah. So it's, you know, we talk so much about being self-conscious. And I think, I mean, in a way, being self-conscious is a very selfish thing. If we look at it in this context. Right. Because, um... We're supposed to have Christ consciousness. Mm-hmm. And so if we're focusing on ourselves, um, even the insecurities that we have or, oh, I don't I don't look so good from this side or or my eyes mm-hmm. don't sparkle or aren't pretty or or I don't weigh what I want to weigh. If we're focused on that, our self-consciousness, our. I don't know, just our stuff. Yeah. And then we're. The- we're not making room for for Christ conscious yeah. to be in our mind and to really have that mindset of joy and fullness in in him meaning that we are content in everything that we have right. and in every situation right now i was just going to say when you were talking about like the physical features is we f- we forget that we are we are um fearfully and wonderfully made you know we forget these things we forget that these are the things that god says about us mm-hmm. yeah even i mean i think we're we're fearfully and wonderfully made and god wants us like to speak to that specific to like body consciousness and low self-esteem because of body image um even like in our human bodies and, you know, with some of us having real deformities or abnormalities or even like being some people being morbidly obese, like, you know, those people you see on TLC, they're still fearfully and wonderfully made in God, no matter what. 
that that doesn't change no matter how you look no matter how you don't look no matter your skin color it you're still fearfully and wonderfully made. It don't matter. And God still wants you. Yeah. And he still loves you with an everlasting love, you know? And, and I think that's what I have learned to, you know, that love of God, knowing that it transcends all of these things that we as humans place so many attention and, mm-hmm. you know, we give, I'm just, honestly, I'm just appalled and just appalled. About how we think of ourselves and about how we think of each other. Knowing that this is not the way God thinks of us. Like, as it says, his thoughts are not our thoughts. Mm -hmm. His ways, they are not our ways. And And I feel like that's really like one of my heart's desire is to, is to have people realize that God's love is everlasting and it doesn't matter who you are, where you are, what you've done, what you've what done. You believe. The, I'm telling you, God's love, it says what? It covers a multitude of mm-hmm. sin. Yeah, it did say that. And I don't know, his love is just so perfect. And it's something that you yourself would have to experience but I would love if everyone will, you know, could experience this love of God. And I think having this love in your heart helped to cultivate that fruit of the Spirit called joy. Oh, joy. J-O-Y, joy. Joy in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that just made me think of made me think of two things and we'll end with this if you don't have anything um else to add after them but um it reminded me of the scripture in James chapter chapter 1 verse 2 um it says my brethren count it all joy when you fall into various trials knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience but let the patience have its perfect work. Perfect. That you may be perfect and complete, lacking, lacking nothing. Nothing. And, you know, just to jump into that word perfect just a little oh bit. That's not what you thinking that perfect is. That's not that's not what humans think that perfection is. No. But but that word, um, I remember I used it in a sermon a while uh, or a Bible study a couple years ago. But that word in the original Greek means to be complete, to be, to be brought, yeah, to be brought into completeness, completeness. And the only way we can do that is to surrender, like our text, like our text was saying earlier, and to have that Christ mindset. That's the only way that we will be full and complete, lacking nothing. Being Christ, which let this man be in you, which, which is also in Christ, Christ Jesus. Jesus. And and you know the other the other text that she be preaching up in here. No. <laughs> I'm really on. not. Don't do that. Get the offering plate, guys. <laughs> but for real though, we're doing this for free. <laughs> um first John four eighteen and it's one of my favorite texts. Um when Sam was talking about love. Um, the love of God is just all. That's what joy is. 
to be brought into that love relationship with him. And because of that, also embodying the love that he has, the love that he is, because it says God is love. Mm-hmm. So First John four eighteen says, there's no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. But he who has fears has not been made perfect in love. So if we around here with all of these fears and all of this insecurities and, and all guilt? this, yeah, and all of this, oh, will they like me? And oh, I don't, I don't want to, um, be too much or too little or or to be um i just don't want to have all these or i have all these insecurities or whatever if we're focused on that we're never gonna be made perfect we're gonna miss love. that we're never love. going to be brought into completeness because we're just fixated on ourselves yeah we're just focused on ourselves and and not focused on receiving love from God and believing the word that he has given us and not being sensitive to the actual word that he does speak to us individually when we do form that relationship and 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 then in turn to live that love and to let it go out horizontally to all that we come in contact with and and to i don't know to just spread love to to receive love and to spread love that is to me encompassing of the joy of Christ because he did all of this for love because his relationship with the father is love i and surrender and yeah and i don't know it's when just i was doing this lifespan mm-hmm. course and we were asked what is success and you know um i think the lecturer she gave this one and she says success for humans is the ability to the ability to receive love and to give mm-hmm. love wow like I was like, that is so true, and that's what we were made for—to have relationship and to be loved right. and to give love, and to give love. Because th- in the beginning, he wanted to share. Yeah, he had, he had, he, he had, had so all this much to give, yeah, and he wanted to, you know, to give us um some of all that he was experiencing. All that he had, mm-hmm. yeah. And he still does. Like the plan hasn't changed. Now the means of getting it has has changed. changed. (laughs) But the plan has not changed. It says God does not change. So if he said it, it already is. It's just a matter of getting there. And for each of us individually, it might look a little different. Um, How we get to Jesus (laughs) might look a little different because we're all different people with different experiences. But the goal has always been for us to be in a perfect relationship with God. That's all. So don't miss out on that relationship, on that love, because of being focused on self, because of chasing happiness, which is this fleeting emotion that can change with the wind. But be content and 
and find fulfillment and be thankful in in everything that you do and everything that you have to do in the future and everything that you've done. And like she was saying earlier, there's one thing, there's one thing that you can find in any of your situation. You can find praise. You can, you can, you can find a good report. Um, just mm-hmm. anything. Just it's, thing. it's just there. God is always here. He's always good. He's always working things for our good. And relationship. That's all I got to say. That's your final words? Yeah. Those are your final words? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your banner for me. Your banner for me is love. Maybe with the singing. Anyway, <laughs> thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Thank you for being here with us. Thank you for hanging out with us for this hourish long episode. And Is tell us, yeah, you gotta, gotta us, cut the, nah. you gotta cut the first part. No, tell us how we did. Um, tell us what you want to hear. Tell us if we said any truth. Tell us if we said any error. We are open to all comments. Um, but. The bottom line is love God. Let God love you and love each other. Yep. So, bye y'all. Ta-ta.